What's up, guys? This is Roland Buck III. I play Noah Sexton on Chicago Med, and you're listening to Meet Us at Molly's. Gonna be all sunshine and roses, but I can promise it's gonna be a hell of a ride. Hey, Psyhards! Welcome to episode 243 of Meet Us at Molly's. Uh, we're we're we're. We're sort of in hiatus, but not like officially in hiatus. We're in like the week between. This is like pre-hiatus. That's yeah, a-, a weird like one week mm-hmm. preview. right um a preview of what's to come in the next four weeks after next week that makes no sense but yeah uh the shows are not new this week but we still wanted to get our one chicago on we needed a dose of one chicago after the holidays and everything so we decided to go back in the vault as we do um to our favorite chicago fire season four (laughs) Uh, sarcasm um you, I mean, if, you, if you've never listened to the pod before, we don't like season four of Chicago Fire. Um, it's not the greatest. It's not. It's not great. It had its bright points. Well, yeah, we got still a kid from it, so we will always be grateful for season four. That's like all we'll be grateful to season four for. But yeah. Well, technically, I feel like we need to be more grateful to the season four and specifically this episode because it also got rid of, we got rid of Chili. So like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Left, so, yeah. yeah. I oh, mean, yeah, Chili is arguably like one of the worst characters in one Chicago history. Oh my God, she's so bad. Like this episode, I literally just was like, I know you're about to leave, thank God, but like, I just want to punch you. Right. We remembered this episode for Battle of the Badges, and that's why we picked it. What I forgot was that, like, 70% of this was Chili causing drama. I forgot how bad her... Like, obviously, I remembered, like, the, you know, kind of the overarching theme of, like, she lost her sister, and that kind of started, like, a downward spiral. Like, I remembered that much of, like, her exit... But yeah, like she was just bad. And I forgot Severide's role in all of this. Like it was just. And then like I was thinking as I was watching what you talk about later, all the parallels to like what Violet's going through now. And I was just like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's wild. It's wild. But yeah, I forgot that Chili was the majority of this episode. But I also forgot that like, you know, you've got candidate jimmy one running around who like i always want to call him one-eyed jimmy and i'm trying not to but i can't help it uh you got him running around he's doing stuff otis is still alive gabby and casey are still a thing i totally forgot that this was the episode when holly robinson pete is like hey you should run for alderman yeah oh my goodness yeah, yeah. and battle the badges obviously which is like iconic and i cannot wait to discuss yeah that'll be fun that'll be fun so uh, yeah, so we're going back to, I think, if, season four was 2016. So, right? Math? 16-ish. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this would have been 20, like, early 2016. Yeah. But before we do that, we have news. Imagine Actual that. Actual news. Actual news. Yeah. So, we have episode descriptions. Amazing. Uh, now, granted, when we when we are recording this, it is Monday the 28th, okay? We are all the way back in the beginning of the week. It is Monday. 
It is technically a different month when you're listening to this. Right, right. It is still November. We are stuck in the past, okay? I am willing to bet money that news will have broken between now and when you are listening to this on Friday. Oh, I'm sure we'll have promo photos and like all the things. Yeah. News will break the minute we hit stop simply by virtue of us having decided to record on this night Monday. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if there's news that breaks between now and then and you're not hearing it, that is why. It's because we are stuck in the past. Cool. What she said. What I said, yes. So, season, or mid-season finale descriptions. Mid-season finale descriptions. Here we go. Chicago Med, season eight, episode nine. This is called, This Could Be the Start of Something New. Does that, Don't, hold on. Does that episode title, well, this probably be a different generation, but literally I hear, I see that episode title and I start singing High School Musical in my head. Right over my head. See, I, Okay. If you're about my age, you, if you hear this episode title and don't think of High School Musical, then I don't know. But that's literally, I cannot stop singing it in my head. I saw the reference going around on Twitter, and it was one of those moments where I was like, what are the kids saying? What does this mean? <laughs> no, no idea. High School Musical, number okay. one. The okay. first song ever in High School Musical. Like, literally. Okay. Stop singing. <laughs> But this is not the song that Zac Efron sings on the golf course that, like, everybody reenacts when they go there, right? No, that's High School Musical 2. That's bet on it. Oh. Oh. (laughs) The sequel. Get it right, Gina. Yeah, geez, Grandma. Leave. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. Will relies on Crockett and Med's newly donated OR 2.0 to save his patient. Dr. Charles helps an elderly, confused patient who's mourning the loss of his high school sweetheart. As their wedding day approaches, Ethan and April run into some roadblocks. Oh, no. I know. I know. As long as they get married and these roadblocks aren't, like, too terrible, it's just like, oh, man, like, the cake didn't make it or whatever. Like, I can survive. Like This needs to be, be like, these need to be cute roadblocks. Cute ones. Right. Like, oh, no, we got the wrong color napkins. Like, oh, my God. Like, okay, fine. I can handle that. Not like, oh, I have to go make a house call to the FBI mob boss who rented me the venue, and then I have to go get blood on my new bride's dress. Or, like, when Cruz got married and he ended up with, like, a huge-ass, like, gash in his forehead. We don't need that either. No, little obstacles. Like, oh, gee, our wedding venue fell through. It's a good thing Casey's here to find a boat down the stairs. (laughs) Little things like that. (laughs) That we can handle. That we can handle. Yes. Yes. OR 2.0. Oh, man. Okay. It's going to be a shit. That's going to be a shit show. Oh, a big shit show. I'm pretty sure we mentioned this last week, but just the, just the, the feel of it from the promo, I was just kind of like, okay, we're, are we trying to be like Grey's Anatomy? Let's like, stop that. Don't try to be like Grey's. Like you're your own thing. Stop it. I just really want to know how it's. I guess because it's still the OR and not the hybrid OR in the emergency room, like what makes it like OR 2.0 and like how is that different than the hybrid OR? Probably because it's like a whole ass amphitheater. You could have a concert in the OR 2.0. True. True. Uh, Yeah, it's got to be in like its own separate wing or own separate floor of the hospital. I'm going to laugh real hard if they're just like in the ED and they're like, yeah, set up OR 2.0 and it's like across from Baghdad. That's going to be completely unrealistic what i just want to know is obviously this is not something they've been planning for like years and years and years so like how are they going to explain the fact that like all of a sudden in a week they have this whole new fancy ass or good point i did not even think about that 
like normally those kind of projects like even if they were renovating like an an existing or like that's not something that's just gonna happen in a week <laughs> there's got to be some sort of time jump or they're gonna be like wow i can't believe we turned that around in two whole weeks and it's like no you didn't but like tv magic so i'll accept it but and like if I you don't... did if you did it's probably not the safest place in the world oh yeah true yeah true true, true. good point though i didn't think about that yeah huh Take us through fire, please. All right. Fire 1109 is called Nemesis. Severide struggles with the cost of helping Detective Primo with the Mart 2G case. <laughs> yeah. Gallo campaigns for Herman to represent 51 at, an, at the National Firefighters Association's Winter Conference, and a familiar face makes a shocking return. The, okay. I, I'm hearing that the return got spoiled, but I could be wrong. What was the return? Caitlin Carver is credited on, not on IMDb, but on like one of those little tomatoes or something like that. Yeah. That's not what we want. That's not what we want. We want Peter Mills. We want Peter Mills or Evan Hawkins back from the dead. That's what we want. (laughs) Or like literally almost anyone else. No offense to Caitlin, but like, I don't that's i don't care we don't want emma we don't want hope we don't want gorsh which means it's probably gonna be one of those three and at this point the thing is about emma's return is like it's not gonna be anywhere near satisfying because so much of emma was wrapped up in not only violet but violet and hawkins and if you don't have hawkins then and you're missing half of the equation then like it yeah okay doesn't make sense right like, yeah, her affecting Violet. Okay, fine. But, like, that doesn't really do as much. Like, I, I just... Uh, <laughs> hey, you can only choose one who comes back. You can only what choose one. Mean? Like, who, like of anyone? If it's up to you, who returns? And you can only choose one. Like, of anyone? Alive. Make it yeah. realistic. Well, as much as I love Jimmy, I probably... I, and Hawkins, too, like... But he's dead. Right, he's dead. So when and I, I don't want fire to go like a back from the dead. Right, that that would just like kind of ruin the show for me. So I'm gonna go Peter Mills. Same. Okay, we agree. We agree. I need I, I need the reference. I it's just we need it. Like it's time. The it's more time, time that goes by and the more people leave, the less people he's gonna know. Right. Well, and the thing is too, if it'd be one thing if Charlie said like, "No, I'm not interested." Like, I don't, you know, I that that was a chapter in my life, and I don't really care to go back. Like, he seems like he's willing and like ready to go. But so like, and this is Derek's last season, so like, make it happen. It's too make perfect. It happen. Yeah, yeah. Which a uh, Peter knows. Okay, so Peter knows Sev Bowden, Mouch Cruz, Herman, Tony Cap. Who else does he know at the firehouse? Brett. Brett, yeah. He never got to meet Stella. Oh, the antics those two, the, like, no. they could have gotten up to he some good stuff. didn't know Stella, and then obviously the millennials. And then uh, Carver. Okay, so he still knows a pretty decent chunk. He knows more than I thought, then. Yeah. Yeah. He still knows a decent chunk, but, like, if you're waiting, you know. Yeah. You know, now's the love, time. Love, love to see Mills and Gallo, like, bond over Casey and just be like, he was my dad, too. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, Mills is like, Severin, you got married, and he meets Stella. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. we, like we, I said, we, now's the, and like, obviously Brett going through her weird limbo that she's kind of in right now. Like, and then I could see them having like a nice, like partner talk, you know, chat or whatever. Like, I just, I don't know. Like now is the time. But I also feel like if it, if the return was Mills, we would have seen pictures of Charlie Barnett popping up. Yeah. I, I feel like we, they couldn't have, I don't know. I mean, maybe, I, I don't know. There is nothing this fandom cannot find out. Nobody knew that Noah was coming back for this wedding, which we'll talk yeah, about. Yeah, but a okay, Med- Med- I know, it's not the though. same thing. It's not the same thing. I know. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying. I don't. I mean, if they're saying that Caitlin Carver is like floating around, it probably is her. But like, that's not what we want. That's not what we want. No. And like a shocking return. So like, like in what situation does Emma come back? Like, is that going to be a mid, like a mid season? cliffhanger because that's not satisfying and why like violet's already dealing with enough why does she like why are we just like that's what i'm saying like if you had said like oh caitlin's coming back for the premiere i would have said okay cool like that would make more sense to me while hawkins was still around and whatever like back you know the season premiere Side note, speaking of med though, we are missing one little bit of news. Um, there that interview that Colin did for his new show, which premieres on Wednesday the 30th, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. where he talked about how he would be he would be down to return to med. Yeah, but then you know, I mean, he posted about it too, and I don't know. I feel like leading question, but yeah, I mean, I think he would I just don't know if that's in the plan, you know, cards. Make it happen, please. Yeah. Pretty please please I, i'm just I'm, I'm missing a lot of the a lot of our one chicago alums i'm missing them pretty hard these past like you weeks. go back and you watch these old episodes and you're like not that you don't like the new version too but like you miss you like watch the old version and you're like oh dang but i miss these people too things were so simple back then yeah yeah yep but we'll also see. Gallo, before we move on to the PD mm-hmm. one, Gallo campaigning for Herman to rep and like just the idea of Herman representing 51 at like a conference is like hysterical to me. Yeah. And why Herman? Why not Mouch? That's a great question, too. Interesting. That'll be an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So um pd 1009 is called proof of burden after a shocking discovery the team begins closing in on sean o'neill with every shred of evidence they can find determined to keep his son out of prison chief o'neill hires a lawyer i'm ready i'm ready for them to just like nail this guy i'm so ready like i've really enjoyed this storyline and like the way it's unfolding and i'm like i'm ready i'm so ready yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. But a shocking discovery. What the hell does that mean? It was the mushrooms and the, the bones. Oh, that mushroom. Okay. I thought you meant like another shocking discovery. I was like, what? Which also, okay. Um, Shout out to this fandom, you true crime junkies, because everybody and their dog, except for us, knew that the mushrooms was like a cue for like dead bodies underneath. Yeah. Like so many of our patrons were posting in the Facebook group, like links and articles and stuff. And I was like, thank you, because I did not know. I love all of That's you little precious nerds. That yeah. is not my genre. So I don't one of know. Our pa- one of our patrons posted like, it was like a full PDF from like a university published Shout paper. out to Heather, who's yes. always finding everything. Oh my God. Everything. She A-plus, finds everything. A plus work, friends. A plus work. If I, I have love, any questions, I, I will it. always go to Heather. I love our, our little group of nerds and how we all just drill it down to that level and we're just like oh okay that solves that thank you yeah 
I'm telling you, there is no piece of information this fi- this fandom cannot discover. Yeah. Oh, love it. Love it. Okay. Last bit of news. This was a late breaking one today. Today being Monday. It's from TV Insider. There were from, it was really from two sources. It was People and TV Insider, but the TV Insider one had a little bit more scoop. Uh, you guys, we got the first look at Ethan and April's wedding. Mm. They're so pretty. I know. Her oh, dress is stunning. I mean, we only granted got like a side profile view, but like stunning. Yeah. So take us through some of the specifics on this because I, I absolutely love how they went about finding the dress. Yeah, I mean, I from what I I think they really it seemed like they really involved like Yaya in the process, and I I just I think that's so cool, especially like you. Sometimes I have to remember as we're going through the storyline, I'm like Yaya is technically not like she's like a guest star in this capacity, like she's not a main character. So the fact that they like, as much as this is Ethan's send off, this is also April send off in my mind. Yeah, and like I really I really have appreciated like how much they've included Yaya and in kind of these decisions too like it's really it's really special it really really is special it sounds like from the article that apparently diane and yaya went like they went dress shopping for 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 april which is so cool that's so cool yeah especially like again for a character like you're not like you know yaya is not on the i mean you know in a guest she's guest starring right now Mm -hmm. like she's not on the show anymore so the fact that they like have gone through all of this because obviously april was such a big part of med you know for the first um six years it's like wow well yeah i think that's really cool yeah that's exciting so exciting yeah Yeah, so we got a lot of scoop on this a lot of scoop that kind of borderlines on spoilers so if you don't if you don't want to be spoiled or anything you might just want to skip past the next like five or ten minutes just so and also just some like general med scoop was in the Mm -hmm. tv insider one too not necessarily for the wedding but like just you know in general yeah okay so everybody in the ed they're going to be at the wedding of course uh, and the wedding party, which is fun. And the wedding party. Oh, my God. Like, I the fact it. that Crockett and Archer are in the wedding party. Like, Archer makes sense. Crockett it makes sense to some extent, but it's also kind of hysterical when you think about how, like, when Crockett came, it was kind of a love triangle between Crockett, April, and Ethan. So, like, also kind of hysterical. But yeah, that's awkward, actually. Make I mean, it makes somewhat sense, but it's also, like, hysterical when you sit and you're like, no, mm, Crockett's kind of the reason, one of the reasons they you know broke up too crockett over will oh that's interesting yeah yeah I, I mean i guess only because like they literally punched each other out over april at one point i i mean listen that's better than crockett's i mean crockett you know in april making it out and leading to kind of a ethan and april breakup so well, like that happened. That's canon. Even if they've like, even if they're adults and they've moved past it, that still happened. I don't know. I like I said the Archer one makes total sense, but like, yeah, I love that. Okay, so April's got Maggie and Doris in her wedding party. I love that so much. Yeah, makes all the sense. Oh, that's so sweet. So a little bit of trivia here. This is the same church where Will and Natalie were going to get married. So I wonder if this is like the same church in canon or if it's just the same church in terms of like filming location. Both? Maybe? Hmm. I would love a little like throwaway line from Will being like, oh, this place. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. And so the other tidbit in here, this likely is not a final goodbye to Chuckstan because they're staying in Chicago. We know that. Um, they're yeah. opening a mobile clinic together 
which is like the most Ethan and April thing. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. But you forgot when we're talking about the wedding party. I mean, you forgot the biggest surprise. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. That so I we don't know any circumstances on why he's, you know, I mean, you know, is it a surprise to April? You know, does she know he's coming back? Is he walking her down the aisle? We don't know. But Noah, a.k.a. Roland Buck. Friend of the pod. Back. Friend of the pod. Yeah. One of the OG friends of the pod. OG friend of the pod. Oh, my God. Oh, that makes me so happy. Honestly, like, because we were talking about it before we started recording. And I'm like does Severide come to the wedding? And, like, in my dream world, of course, he's at the wedding. I don't think in reality, but, like, in my dream world. But, like, honestly, if we could get one, like, only one person back for the wedding, I'm glad it's Noah. It needed to be Noah. It did, yeah. But, but like, also... I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's, like, I know. Like, you're not, like, you're, you're not going to invite your high school bestie, but you are going to invite the guy you almost cheated on Ethan <laughs> with. Make okay. it make sense. I don't know. Okay. All right. It's mad. I mean, yeah. And also, like, if they go with the whole excuse of, like, oh, you know, Severide's working or, like, April's working. That's why she can't be here. I'm like, it's your wedding. The wedding. You make it happen. You make it happen. Now, granted, this kind of wedding with Ethan and April, they probably didn't have a lot of warning. But still. Yeah. But I am I'm really glad that Noah's coming back. I know. Oh my God. I'm totally gonna cry when I see him. I know. I'm gonna be like, I'm not okay. I know. Oh my god. And Yaya looks so pretty. So pretty. Oh my goodness. Oh. And I'm glad it, it seemed like we're really because I know we were kind of worried about like how much are of the wedding are we actually gonna see? Like it seems like we're going to get a decent amount of wedding. I mean, you know, as much wedding as we can get for one Chicago. But, like, I just want all the wedding. I know. A happy wedding. Like, we can make a whole episode about their wedding and it still wouldn't be enough. Mm-mm. Nope. So. Nope, not at all. There's other tidbits in here, too. So, uh, apparently, Dr. Charles has fallen hard for a new character named Liliana. Oh, Okay. Uh, so he's gonna fall for her and then there's gonna be a twist that she works at the hospital see this has too much scoop but she's not a doctor nurse or a boss she a so patient? what is she a patient is this like is he gonna go on like, a patient that works at the hospital but like she's a patient oh, she works also... at the hospital okay never mind i missed that part right she works at the hospital but it's not a doctor nurse or a boss so what's left I don't know. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Okay. And then it just says, ah, oh, the mystery of love. Yeah. And then there's another scoop in here. Apparently there's a big management change. What? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, It involves Jack Dayton. Um, oh, yeah, I know. Uh, he's behind the new high-tech operating room with all the bells and whistles and says we can expect Dayton to have a role in the hospital's future for better or worse. So chances are we're chances are like there's gonna some there's some circumstances that are probably gonna arise that make him like super fishy and we're like, is he good or bad? What are, what are we doing? Right. But like if there's a management change, so is he gonna be like higher than Goodwin? Is he gonna like I mean like where in the management hierarchy is this change happening? God, I hope he's not higher than Goodwin. Or, I I don't know, because then I feel like they could create the tension, you know, like the budding heads. And, yeah, I, I don't know. Right, but, like, what in the patriarchy? Like, true. 
Ugh. No. Don't touch Goodwin. I know. Which side note, today being Monday, it is Ypatha Murkerson's birthday. So. Queen. 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 I watched that link that one of our patrons sent us this link that I tweeted out today. It was like something. She did this performance at like the Kennedy Center Honors something or other in 2018. And it's like mesmerizing. Like I watched it so many times and I'm just like, oh, moment of zen. It's so pretty. Definitely check out the link. I love her. I love her so much. She's amazing. So we have one patron shout out. Kathy Carpinello has joined the family. Kathy, welcome. We're so glad you're here. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, we are so glad you're here. You've already joined the Facebook group. You are in doing the thing. So mm-hmm. I love it. Love it. So if you would like to join the patron group for as little as $2 a month, you can check the link in our socials. Just there's like, there's a link in our bio pretty much on every single social media page we have. Click it. And then it's going to bring up a bunch of other links. And then you're going to find the one that says Patreon. And you're going to click that. Okay. So you got to sign up there before you request into the Facebook group. But you can check the link on our socials, see all the different perks and decide which tier is right for you. Honestly, the best part of the group, it's the Facebook group. It's got to be. Yeah, really just the family that we've made. You know, we haven't had, it hasn't happened since while we're recording, but this wednesday we're doing like a big some of our patrons are putting on this big like one chicago trivia night and and i'm just like so excited same same that's gonna be a lot of fun that's gonna gonna be a lot of fun fun. yeah Yeah. um and when you're listening to this it will have already happened so that was amazing i loved it so much so fun the best night ever (laughs) (sighs) yeah love it Love it. So yes, please check the link in our socials. Check it out. We've got a family. I think we're over a hundred now in terms of patrons. So we have a blast. I'm sure once uh once we get further into December, we'll probably do another like live watch like we did last year. Um yeah, where we all get together something. on Zoom and watch like a Christmas movie or something. That was fun. Yeah. So lots of good stuff. All right. Without further ado, shall we get into the episode? Let's do it. righty. So season four, episode 14 season four i can't like i try so hard to find the good in season four and i just can't it's just not that great it's just not a good season it's really not and i'm just like and i keep trying to put my put my finger on like what exactly was not good about that season because i i remember the first half of the season being like this is a fucking disaster and then the second half being like okay i can work with this but the vibe and the whole season was off. A lot of these things felt really forced. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just didn't feel organic. It just, the vibe was off. Well, I feel like a lot of it has to do with, un- I mean, and this is no shade to Dora or um, Steve, Stephen McQueen, but like, I feel like a lot of it has to do with Jimmy and Chili. Like, I don't feel like they meshed that well with the group that was already there. Mm-hmm. And Grant and I guess both of them really are kind of like end of, well, Jimmy's the beginning of season four, uh, Chili's the like end of season three. But like, I just don't feel like they vibe well with like, like, I just feel like they're kind of the outliers of like the group that was already there. Yeah, I feel like they tried too hard to make them fit in. Yeah, like they were going for almost like what we have with the millennials right now, but it just did not work at oh, yeah. that point in the seat. Like at that point in the show, we were not there yet. Let's be real clear: Chili and Jimmy walked so Violet and Gallo could run. Yes, 
Yes, that's literally all I could think about as I was watching this episode. Especially, obviously, now that you have Violet going through her grief storyline, and then this was all about Chili's grief, like, the parallels, I was like, oh my god. I mean, but, like, Violet is a 20 times better version, obviously, but Violet is queen, whereas Chili was not, but, like, still. This is literally the upgrade meme, where, like, you have the picture, you hit the upgrade button, and then you get Violet and Gallo. Right. Yeah. It is true. It's true. And plus, the first half of this season, it was really hard because you also had Severide get dethroned for some random new guy that we were supposed to like. Patterson. I didn't hate that storyline as much uh, as you did. You I didn't hate like it. that story. You hate it with like a burning passion. I, I think what really irks me about it is that none of that is Severide's fault, right? They're like, there's too much turnover, so we're going to demote you. That's not his fault. You had Hadley doing like yeah. arson shit. And then you had Vasquez, who like, that was his name, right? Vasquez, the one who got like, he like inhaled too much smoke and like two episodes in or something. He left. And then who else left? Um, Mills left new house. family business. Newhouse got a new role on some other show. Clark. I don't know. Yeah. None of it was his fault. But you just hate that. You hate that storyline. I don't He's, like, I don't like it, but it's, I won't go sit here and be like, that's the worst storyline they've ever done because it's not. But. but then also, like, you've got that going on where Patterson's in charge now and we don't even like the guy. And then you throw in 404. Yeah, and 404 is. Just, like, just, nah. no. No. Nah. No. Just, this season ain't it. There's, there's bright spots, like getting Stella, like you said. The Battle of the Badges, bright spot. Iconic iconic i fucking love this storyline i love the battle of badges um the casey change poster that i completely forgot about oh my god bright spot oh yeah. my god amazing amazing so let's start this episode with chili because she gets the first seed so we know how this goes all right i've been talking long enough brina shut me up go ahead all right so episode starts chili gets his box and when she opens it up, she realizes it's her sister's stuff. Because if we remember correctly, Chili's sister Jellybean, who was Antonio CI, that's how we all this all happened. Um, that moved to somewhere in the middle of the somewhere else. I don't remember where she moved. Kansas, Kansas City? City. Kansas? City? I think Kansas yeah, City. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Um she ended up ha- she ended up dying. I don't really remember how she died, but she died. Was she killed? I don't remember, actually. I feel like she didn't just randomly pass away. I feel like no, but didn't... I think she did, though. I don't remember. My thing about this is that, like, they didn't call her or, like, give her a heads up that this box was coming. Just, like, a bunch of her shit just got dumped at her door. Right, and I feel like that's no, no offense, but, like, I feel like that doesn't just happen. Like, I don't feel like someone is nice enough normally to, like, box up all the things and, like, send it to your relative. I feel like that doesn't happen. I mean, it might. Who boxed up all of her stuff? Jellybean stuff. The medical examiner, maybe? It just seemed like it was more than what she had on her person, but like, I don't know. I didn't realize they like shipped it out to family. And, but, and I don't remember, I don't remember what the situation was with their parents, but like it got sent to Chile. I don't think, I don't think they had, I don't think their parents were in the picture. They have parents, obviously, but I don't think they were in the picture. Hmm. Yeah, see, the boxing up doesn't bug me. It's the like the the box getting dropped out of thin air on her doorstep that I'm like, you didn't want to give it real a heads up. Yeah, yeah, and like you said, it's kind of random. Well, it's spur of the moment. So 
Chili does not handle it well. She has no time to prepare for it. So what does she do? She goes straight to the fridge for the bottle of liquor. liquor. Yeah. Because I, I kind of forgot, like I said, I kind obviously I remembered that like she Chili had a downward spiral that was caused by her sister dying. I kind of forgot about all the alcohol stuff. And I definitely forgot about the drinking in the car, which we'll get to. Forgot about all that part. I remembered the outbursts and I remembered, well, I remember one of the two strikes that she had up until this point when she had like the police baton and like whipped it out and like beat the crap out of somebody. That I remember. But yeah, this was like the culmination of all of that. This is when the shit hit the fan for her. Yeah. So we cut straight to the, it's like a weird cut too. They like cut straight to her at the firehouse, like while she's on shift and she's like staring blankly while she's like, you know, everyone's staring at her basically. And, you know, because at this point there was a whole thing about like Chili didn't want Brett to be her partner anymore. And that whole drama situation that went down and Brett's like, no, 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 we're fine. We're fine. But everyone's clearly on team Brett. Like no one's liking, no one likes Chili at this point. Cause like everyone's like, oh no, team Brett. So yeah. Oh wait, I remember that. Like, uh, yeah, Brett was like yelling at Chili and Casey was like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah, I remember it was that. Thing. And I honestly, that made me remember too. I really forgot that Chili was PIC. That Brett was not PIC at this point. Oh yeah, which is why Chili could try to jump Brett, but Brett couldn't do anything about Chili. Because mm-hmm. Chili was technically PIC. Crazy times, wild, <laughs> wild. Um, and like Gabby even mentions Otis at one point. She's like, "We all go bananas on this job at some point, Otis," which is true. I think a lot of them have all gone a little bananas at some point, but it's about how you handle it. And Chili was not handling it well. I was going to say, yeah, they've all gone bananas, but not to that degree. No, I mean, yeah. But like they said, it's all about how you handle it. And Chili was not handling it well. No, not at all. It's usually like little things like, oh, we had an argument, but now it's over by the end credits. Not like I'm coming after your job, you psycho bitch. Not usually. Right. Or like some sort of, you know, depression because like a call, you know, you lost a patient or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, but like not chilly level. Yeah. So Ambo gets back from a call and Bowden calls Chili in his office and checks in with her and we get this conversation. I'm fine. I mean, it's going to be a process, right? I've got to learn how to be honest about my feelings instead of pushing everybody away like I have been. But I'm up for that. I'm very glad to see that you are well and confident. Good. But promises. And just words, Chili. I'd like to see you succeed here. I really do. But we are way past the leap of faith stage right now. You still have two strikes. That means you have to stay the course. That means you have to back up your words. There aren't any more second chances. Thanks for the pep talk. Yeah, three strikes, you're out. So she'd already beat the crap out of the guy. I can't remember what the first strike was. I can't remember either. Both of them were pretty egregious. Like, they were bad yeah yeah and it just made it so like okay you do one kind of like minor 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 thing okay fine i think fans can like forgive that but like there's there's a reason nobody liked her it's because she was already doing all this bad stuff and then she was fighting with people at 51 brett she was trying you know it's like no yeah no no you can't can't sit behind that 
I can't, right. yeah, I can't get behind that. I also think I, I, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm trying to think of like the best way to lead in. But I think the other thing too, is that Bowden, not just us, the fans, but Bowden too, none of, none of us knew her well enough to know how to get involved in the situation. You know, yeah. I like, she was almost too new to know how to hand, like to know how to handle it. Cause I but feel she like had been around for at this point, I mean, this is episode 14 and she comes in at like the end of season three. So like she'd been around for like, you know, a decent, I mean, you know, when you look at a season, like a decent chunk of episodes. But also look how hands off Bowden is with her. I, with He's never like that with any other character. I feel like they, like he just didn't really know how to handle her. Or like yeah. know how to well, go he, about she it. She keeps saying, like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. It's gonna be a process. But like he was like, you know, you've already got two strikes, which but that's not even the point. It's like it's up to you. Like, I'm here for you if you want, you know, if you need something, but I can't, you know, like it's up to you at this point. Mm-hmm. Like everything is in your hands, and you're either gonna take the reins and succeed or you're gonna fail. Right. And that's right. pretty much what he says to her. You know. So later on in shift, Chili's like drying her dish after washing it or whatever, and she like drops it on the floor and breaks it. And like nobody really says anything. <laughs> so to her, awkward. But this is so weird. Everything about Chili in this whole episode is just like super awkward. So well, like, no, not just Chili walks- in this moment, but she drops it and it's like awkward silence and everybody's just staring. Yeah. Because no one knows what to say to her. Not like, are you okay? Don't cut yourself. Let me help you. It's just awkward no. silence. So she, like, walks out and goes to her car. And, like, Severide this whole time is in, like, Super Sev mode. And he, like, notices that something's up. And he, like, watches her walk outside. He doesn't follow her, but he, like, watches her walk outside. And basically, like, she goes to her car and she pulls out a liquor bottle, like, a different one from earlier, and, like, starts drinking in her car while she's on shift. Because she does. She's chilly. Severide eyes, by the way. <laughs> total severed eyes total but like eyes. so like it's more awkward because she goes in the locker room and like uses breath spray and like as soon as she closes her locker like severed appears and like it's just so awkward like he's like hey how's it going and she's like i'm fine like it's, it's so awkward i gotta okay i gotta side with chili a little bit on this one though because if like if you're on ambo and you don't talk to the squad lieutenant ever and he's kind of hot and intimidating and you shut your door and he's right freaking there yeah it's gonna be really awkward and you're not gonna know what how to like handle things you're like um hi <laughs> like and all you're wanting to even, say is like, like but it's like not a that awkward though like yeah because if it was someone normal They'd be, yeah, I, trust me, if I were in Chili's position at that point and Severide appeared, I'd be, like, the same thing. But it's not even an intimidated thing. Like, she's like, oh, shit, I know I just did something wrong. Like, I hope someone didn't catch me. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of awkward it is. Yeah. It's just, it's just weird. Probably it's weird. weird. So, then they go on this, like, ammonia accident site call, and basically, Chili ends up losing the patient, and she does not handle it well. Like, at all. She basically, like, storms off, and, like, as she's, like, storming off back to the Ambo, she, like, sees the guy's boss. She's basically, like, he died. And, like, there's no empathy, you know, no, like, I'm so sorry for your loss, but, like, we tried every, you know, like, none of that. She just, like, says, like, yeah, he died, and, like, pieces out. My God. It's so bad. It's so bad. 
And there's nothing she can do, but, like, that is not the way to handle it. And, like, Bowden doesn't even, like, go after her or anything. He's just like, that just happened. All right. They just, like, watch it. It's so bad. So, like, Chili ends up just, like, sulking in the ambo, and, like, Brett tries to check on her, and she's just, Chili's just so cold to Brett, too. Like, she's just, no. It's bad. So we go back to 51 and Severide goes to Gabby of all people, which again is like, I get why he went to Gabby, but also like kind of weird too at the same time. Like Gabby, okay. Gabby, no, I, I don't think and Chili spent like a ton of time together, but like. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. No, Gabby and Chili didn't spend a ton of time together, but Severide trusts Gabby's judgment. Right. And I think obviously Gabby being kind of a, one, a person with a wild streak herself. I think it makes the most like I understand why he went to Gabby, but those two yeah. are such an iconic bro TP. They're I think they're an underrated one for sure. They're so good, so, but so, good. so Gabby's like, eh, I don't really care for her, but like I think she and Brett are okay now, and he's she's just like, well, what what are you picking up on? And Sever, I just like I don't know, like I I don't know yet. He knows something's going on, but he doesn't know what yet. Mm-hmm. So when Battle of the Badges happens, which we'll get to, Brett's like looking for Chili because Chili tells Severide, she's like, yeah, I'm totally going. Like, I'm really excited. And Brett's like looking for her and like Chili is just MIA, like cannot find her. So the next day at shift, um, Chili repeats the same thing, you know, like same thing in her locker with the breastplate to Severide and like Severide finds her. And asks her about missing the fight. And she comes up with this, like, lame, lame excuse. And we get this confrontation. Look, I'm getting some red flags here. Okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, your temper flaring up, being distracted. You come back from your car, you pop in a piece of gum, and everything's cool. I'm going out right after work, so I went to grab my makeup from my car, and I happen to like gum. Chili, if... If you got something going on, there's no shame in admitting it. It's what I did. Okay. I was in some trouble. I I asked a friend for help, and I got it. And the CFD, they have programs. Uh, the, the You're place... seeing things that aren't even here. Yes, I had a rough patch, okay? And I dealt with it. But I've been taking care of myself for a really long time, and you don't need to do it for me. She's not a good liar. No. No. And it's like, again, I don't think anyone in 51 and Chili were close enough to, like, you know, be, like, Chili's person. But at the same time, like, they're, you know, they're there if she really wanted help. But, like, she's just not trying to take anything they're offering. Yeah, I feel like this was her chance to let 51 in, and she refused it. And I think that was... I think that was the point where everybody was like, okay, she's not 51 material. Yeah. Yeah. And so later on, Chili goes back to her car, drinks some more, but Severide catches her this time. And she, like, totally tries to deny it, too. Like, she's like, no, I wasn't. I wasn't drinking. And Severide's like, really? Mm-hmm. Like, really? You're gonna, really? Uh, but Severide, instead of saying, like, tattling on her, he's like, listen, like, I am going to tattle on you if you don't come clean to Odin, but, like, you really, it's going to be better if you come clean, you know, yourself. 
And so she does, and she's like, you know, at this point, she admits to him that, like, she needs help. But, like, it's not enough to save her job. Bowden's like, listen, like, I appreciate that you recognize that, but, like, it's a little too late. Yep. His hands were tied. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I get it. Like, you know, he told her that, like, three strikes, you're out. Like, even if she hadn't had three strikes, even if she had had zero strikes, like, you can't be drinking on the job. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, no way. No, I mean, Bowden said that in and of itself is a fireable offense. Right, let alone it being your third strike. Like, he literally told her that that was what was going to happen. And she's like, what, you mean you're not saving my job? I literally told you I needed help. And he's like, yeah, and I'm happy to help you. But, like, I can't help you save your job. Like, you know. Yeah. And so she is pissed. She doesn't want to hear anything that anyone has to say. Like, they all try to, like, rally around her in the locker room, and she's just, like, basically, like, fuck you guys. Like, I'm done. Okay, but that's awkward, too, right? Like, you just got fired, and now the whole damn firehouse is staring at you? Yeah. Yeah. That's awkward. Yeah. And I will say, though, like, not in Chili's defense, but I will say, at least Severide this whole time, I mean, granted, he was, like, also knew that something was up. Like, we really didn't see a ton of, like, everyone else from 51 trying to, like, get to know her. It was, like, Jimmy and Brett. And then now Severide and Bowden. But, like, it's not like Herman and her, you know, Herman now had this whole weird reaction to Chili leaving. But, like. Well, she and Herman had the Chili's thing. Oh, yeah. True. Mm -hmm. True. Okay. Maybe not Herman. But, like, you know my point? It's not like a ton of people in 51 were super close to her and, like, trying to, like, help her through this. Well, I mean, she didn't even interact with Severide until this very episode. Right. And I think. Every random guy you don't know is trying to offer you help. I mean, of course, you're going to be weary at first because you don't know the guy. Well, I think, though, she burned a lot of bridges, too. Like, I don't think her personality, you know, mm-hmm. lent itself. I think she just burned a lot of bridges along the way. Yeah. But, it, yeah, this whole scene is, like, really awkward, too. Really when they're awkward. in the locker room. That's, like, weird. And so, Herman, though, like, has this moment where, like, she leaves, you know, everyone leaves, and Herman's, like, looking at the pictures that she has, like, taped up in her locker, which, again, also kind of weird, because I didn't think Chili was that close to anyone, so, like, why she have all these, like, 51 pictures in her locker, but, like, she does. And... My thoughts, too. My thoughts, exactly. Herman's, like, looking at this group shot, and he gets just basically, like, super guilty, is what it is. He's super guilty about the whole thing. So he goes to see Chili after shift, and she, of course, doesn't answer the door. And so he just, like, talks her through the, you know, through the door, and he's basically just like, we got you if you want us or whatever. And he leaves that picture at her doorstep. Like, he leaves, and then she finally opens the door and, like, sees the group picture at her doorstep. And so this spurs Chili to pick up the phone and call someone for help. And who does she call? Severide. Again, really awkward. I mean, not awkward, but, like, just weird. I mean, yes and no. Like, I mean, it makes sense for this storyline, but, like, again, if you're really thinking about it, like, you really barely talked to this guy a week ago, and now you're the, he's the one you're calling to, like, take you to rehab. I mean, she she finally realizes in that moment that, you know, that that's the olive branch, and they meant what they said. Like, she finally sees the picture and is like, Okay, they said that they're here for me and they're always going to support me. And now I'm going to, you know, take advantage yeah. of that. And so, I mean, true. it's a little weird because they didn't interact much, but also, you know, yeah, that 51 so connection. 
he does take her to rehab and then we get this conversation hey you got this calling me was the hardest part it all seems like hard parts If I get clean, what do I have? I don't have a job. I don't have any friends. I screwed it all up. Friends forgive. God, I gotta call Brett. And Herman. And apologize to them. They believed in me and I let them down. gotta do today is walk through those doors but I'm scared thanks I mean I'm kind of I'm like I don't want to say happy that seems like a weird word choice here but like I like this end scene, but like again, I was more glad at this point that I was like, okay, bye, Chili's gone. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't like thrilled with it at that point. I was just kind of like, okay, whatever. But I do love that they always reinforce time and time again that, you know, 51 always shows up for their own, right? Yeah. And even if Chili was on her way out, Sev still showed up for her. That's true. And so I think that was a good, that's a good note to leave it on. I think that's a good note for her to take with her as she walks into what is supposed to be a rehab center, which is probably just a school from the looks yeah, of it. Yeah, it was not. It no, was not. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. I don't even remember how we knew it was a rehab center. Were there signs on the wall? I don't know. I just assumed there was. Yeah, because like they took a big aerial shot and I was like. I Where I, else? I mean, if he, if like. Anywhere else, I would assume he would have taken her would have been, like, a train station and, you know, an airport, like, for her to, like, leave. Yeah. But I just assumed if he wasn't taking her there, then he was taking her to rehab. Was he not taking her to rehab? And No, I just- he I, he was. Cause I, I remember that being the thing. And, like, all the articles afterwards, we were like, okay, Seb took her to rehab. But then I also rewatched it and was like, how did we know it was rehab? I don't know. I didn't pay that close attention to the background. Just one of the I was many. just like, that doesn't look like rehab. And then yeah. I moved on. One of our many problems with season four. Yeah. I have a question for you, though. Given that, like, where do you think, okay, if we're saying that was, like, six years ago, six-ish years ago, where do you think Chili is now? Ooh. Like, is she still a paramedic? Or do you think she's, like, left that whole life behind? Oh, I love this question. Okay. She's through rehab, Yes. Has she moved out of Chicago? Probably. What is she doing? I don't think she's a paramedic anymore. I don't either. I don't know what she- I don't know what she's doing, but I don't think she's a paramedic. I could see her, depending on how she did in rehab, I could see her in a sponsor role now. I, I was literally just about to say, and given, depending on how- jelly bean died which i don't remember at this moment like i could see her wanting to like give back to you know if jelly bean died say like a drug overdose like you know helping addicts or like i could definitely see her doing something like that i could see her being a counselor of some sorts yeah oh i love that i love that question uh listeners tell where do you guys think she is i want to hear this tell us where you think chili is nowadays 
we didn't like her, but that doesn't mean we don't want the best for her, for Chili's fake future. <laughs> well, and people change, you know, time yeah, changes people. For sure. Change. I mean, it's been six, you know, six, almost seven years at this point. Like, yeah, yeah that's a long time. Yeah. But yeah, didn't like Chili one bit, but like hope for her fake future. Um, can I follow, can I ask a follow-up question? Yes. Where do you think when I Jimmy is now? That's a great question. Oh man. I don't know because I guess so much of it's gonna be depending on like once he like, you know, went through his recovery, like you know, what was his health like? You know, like how much, you know, he's obviously only got one eye, but like, you know, he was burned pretty badly too. And you know, like where did it leave him? He's definitely not a first responder anymore. No, he probably isn't I mean, working, period. You don't think at all? Depending on how bad his, like, you know, body, you know, I don't know. I I would say no. Am I about to Google, like, living with one eye? Is that what I'm about to do and, like, see what he's limited to? I'm about to Google it. Okay, Brenna's doing it. So, RIP Brenna's search history this week. Let's see. Because I could totally see him, like, I could totally see him going back to school and, like, working an office job now. Maybe he went to law school and he's, like, one Chicago's version of Matt Murdock. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could he could work. But, like, I guess it would depend, too, because obviously he's burnt. Like, he went through so much trauma and his body with all the burns, too. Like... I don't know. I just always got the vibe that he didn't go back to work. At Definitely all? not, obviously, as a firefighter, but, like, I mean, so yeah, he's a lot of it like... says you can, like, indeed work. It just depends, like, obviously, I think driving can be tricky, and then, like, you can't really do any job that requires good depth perception. Because, obviously, you don't have both eyes. For some reason, when I think of him, I think finance, bro. So, like, could he stare at a computer all day, every day? Could he do that? He's probably prone to headaches. Can you work? Let's see. I'm trying to see if I can find. I can't find anything right this second because it keeps trying to tell me it would, like, here's how to take care of your eyes staring at a computer all day day and i'm like that's not what i want no we just want to know how to take care of one eye yeah but i don't know i've just always pictured him as like he didn't go back to work like anywhere. interesting interesting that was how i always visioned it i never envisioned him doing something else huh. but i'd be curious to hear what everyone else thinks are steven and dora on twitter I don't think Steven's on. Let's see. Let's. I'm like let's half Google. tempted to just tweet both of them and be like, please entertain us. Um, no, that's a different Steve McQueen. Not who I'm looking for. I think all the males in his family are named Steve. So there's like Steve McQueen the third, Steve McQueen the fourth. If this was actually Stephen McQueen, he hasn't tweeted since like 2017. I don't think it is him though. And then is Dora? I don't think Madison she is. Twitter. 
yeah, again, if this was her, then, like, they haven't tweeted in, like, six years. Okay, but we do have to jot these two questions down for Derek in the spring, because I, yes, I need, I need to hear back. some other theories. Yeah. Take it back. I will make a note right now. I'll put it in the outline. But, yeah. It. So, but, yeah, I would love to hear what you guys think about One-Eyed Jimmy, too. Yeah. Both characters, please. Interesting. Well, yep. That's chilly. So next up we have Casey, which is a sentence I haven't said in a long time. That felt nice. Sad, but nice. I miss him. Okay, so season four is also Casey's Alderman era, which, okay, at the time when this aired, I really did not mind it. I know you hate it, though. You despise the Casey Alderman era. I hate It's the worst. See, honestly, if I think about season four, which granted it also went into season five, so like it went on way too long. But like if I think about season four, I would rather have the Patterson Severide storyline than the Alderman storyline. Okay, if it's an either or, I'm gonna choose the Alderman storyline. Sand reverse. I'd rather have Patterson than this. See, I think the other thing about the Severide story that pissed me off is not only did he get demoted, but then you also had the circle of Severide happening at the same time. He was like, well, I'm not a captain anymore, so I guess I'll just go fuck every woman in Chicago. True. It was True. maddening. But like, I think the thing for Alderman is like, if you had left this as like a five episode arc and like Casey didn't win the election or something like that, okay, fine. But like, it literally went on for like a season and a half. Maybe longer. It was way too long. It didn't bug me that bad maybe i need to rewatch more of it i cannot stand alderman casey (laughs) so so the the tornado that um there had been a tornado like an episode or two before this basically and so this woman named tamara she comes by the station it's holly robinson pete is who it is and she's looking for casey and she's like you need to run against this bex guy for alderman and casey's like yeah, I've never done a political thing in my life, so... So, no. No? Yeah. And so Tamara's like, well, I was super impressed by what you did for the tornado victims. Wait, wait, let's let's just recap the tornado. The tornado that happened in broad daylight. Broad daylight. Yeah. Yeah. Tornado. Um, all I remember about that episode is, like, basically the family guy moment when they came across the kid and he turned and had, like, a glass shard sticking out of him. That's all I, I do remember. remember that. You never saw the Family Guy clip of that, did you? Mm. It's it's not a spoof of Chicago Fire. Stewie's basically doing gymnastics and he crashes into like this clock. And then he's like, I think I'm good. I think I'm okay. And then he turns his head and it's a giant glass shard. It's hilarious. I think I've seen like a screen cap, but you know, like there's some bit of that like going around because I've definitely seen that. But yeah, it's funny. Yeah. And so she's like, no, I was super impressed. Like that was real. And so he's like, I'm flattered, but no. Weird. Weird. So later on in shift, we get a criminally underrated comedic moment here. I completely forgot about this. So Cruz walks in, he's got this poster all like furled up and he's like, so I overheard the conversation earlier. Unfurls the poster. Cause remember this is early 2016. So Obama's still in office, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's the old school Obama change poster. And like that format, I like how I'm describing this with my hands, like people are going to see it, but it's like, think back to that, that Obama poster in that format. And it's with just the red like, and blue. Yeah. With the red and blue. And it's just says change. They did one for Casey. 
which is so funny. And it, it doesn't say Kate. Doesn't it? Doesn't say change, does it? It just says Casey. No, I thought it said Hope. Oh, it might have. I just want to know how in the world did Cruz get the poster made so fast? That's a great question. But I also want to say, and I don't know how I know this, but there was a website at the time. There might still be a website where it was like the Obama meme generator. And you could basically put an image into that thing and it would basically create a version of the change poster. Right. But I just want to know, because like clearly you don't just paint that or print that on like an eight by 11. So like, how did you get that made so fast? He's on shift. I mean, if they're working an overnight, maybe he, like, popped it in the generator and then, like, sent it to CVS for, like, mobile printers on their Walgreens. I'm sorry, we're in Chicago. Uh, but in 2016, were we doing all... I think we were doing all that. I think we were. We? I okay, think we also, were. I tried to Google the Obama meme generator and I cannot find anything. So maybe it was just, like, a 2016... All that keeps coming like... up are, like, gifts. Um, look up Obama change poster and, like, see what comes up for that. Obama change poster maker. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that still exists. We're gonna have to have some fun with that later. I feel like we need to make. I yeah, I was gonna say I feel like we need to make some of these. Yeah. As inspired, of course, by the episode. Of course, it makes. Um, yeah. We're yeah, gonna have some fun with that later. I'm yep. a. I'm a. I'm a. Send it to you. <laughs> oh, the trouble we're gonna get into. I love it. Mm-hmm. so that poster i that i just i completely forgot and i laughed just as hard as i did on the rewatch as i did the first time i saw it so good so it's really good funny i really forgot that existed yeah oh i love it i love it so much okay so casey is still just like is everybody trying to prank me like what are we doing why why are we doing this and cruz is just like look i looked it up that stuff is not just politics it makes a difference for people and they get into the stats of it and cruz mentions that aldermen make about 100k a year i thought that was roughly about how much like somebody at casey's rank would make at cfd i don't know Hmm. that seems like a lot i didn't think they made that much that seem that doesn't that doesn't seem like a lot for an alderman. It seemed like a lot for an alderman to me. But okay, so but we don't we don't have aldermen here. I mean, I don't think we do in your area either. But like, where does that rank in terms of like? But mayor? isn't that just like city council? Is it? I don't. I I just assumed that like it was kind of like a version of city council. Um, where are our listeners who are Chicago locals? Um, Jennifer? I'm Googling it. Hold on a second. Beth, help us out here. <laughs> Hold on. Lots I'm of Googling, Googling tonight. Chicago government website. City council, your ward, and aldermen. Mm, let's see. As a legislative body of the city, blah, blah, blah. City council usually meets once a month. That was correct. They did mention that. Um, let's see. The city council votes on all proposed loans, grants, blah, blah, blah. The city of Chicago is divided into 50 legislative districts or wards. Each district is represented by an alderman who was elected to their constituency to serve a four-year term. In addition to representing the interests of their ward residents, together the 50 aldermen compromise the Chicago city council. Okay. It is the same thing as a city councilman. In Chicago, at least. Okay, so he's an alderman to, like, part of Chicago. Right, but together, the aldermen are city council. City council, okay. Right. 
Correct. Needed that clarification. It's been a minute, okay? Like, I forgot about the alderman stuff. Right. But I guess it just depends because, like, we don't call them aldermen here. They're just city council members. Right. Right. So I guess uh, Chicago wants to be fancy. I, I do remember. Uh, I remember one time I was working with a girl who was from Chicago. And um, I think it was, like, it was close to election day around here for something. And she she was like, do you guys have aldermen here? And I literally looked at her and I was like, the only reason I know what that is is because I watch Chicago Fire. And, like, she totally rolled her eyes and laughed. But I was like, no, we don't have those here. I can, I can answer that with 100% confidence. Thank you, NBC. But you guys have city council. Yeah, we do, but not aldermen. Right, right. Yeah. So what's the, maybe this is going to be a dumb question. What's the difference? Like, why, like, why isn't everyone just an alderman then? Yeah, why like, isn't why every isn't it like, right, like, why isn't, like, in your, you know, why isn't your city council member, like, you know, like, why, why? Are, are, do you, like, lead the city council people in, in your district if you're an alderman? I don't know. See, all of these questions make me very thankful that we got rid of this story. Really, really great. A lot of, lot of, lot of. But either way, I did not. That, that sounds high. Okay, so if we're talking about the reason we were talking about it is because we we're talking about the uh salary. Like a hundred thousand dollars <throat> seems like high for city council. Maybe I'm okay. wrong, but that seems high. Now that okay, now that I've like recontextualized it in my head, that sounds about right. I would say maybe council I don't know. Member salary. I'm googling what the average city council member salary is. Which I know it's going to be different depending on, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I'm just going to say, according to payscale.com, take this as for what it's worth. Because I looked at the average city councilman salary. It says the average base salary is $36,000. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, I knew that it, I mean, granted, you take it. Oh, wait, now, but Glassdoor, though, however... Glassdoor says something different. Glassdoor, Glassdoor says that it's one hundred forty-four thousand. Well, I mean, everything on the internet is true, right? So, <laughs> right, yeah. It just seems high to me, but what do I know? Okay, maybe I'm wrong. And now I'm looking at like city of New York city council members' salaries: one hundred forty-seven thousand. Okay, Boulder but New city. York is different from Chicago. Boulder City. Nevada, $200,000. Cost of living is higher out west. St. Paul. Eh? Minnesota, $131,000. Minneapolis, $160,000. Okay, so maybe it's low. It just seems really high. Maybe I just never knew what city council members made, but that just seemed really high. It's a mystery. One that we thankfully don't have to worry about anymore. If anyone knows what a city council knows a city council member and they're willing to share what they make, hit us up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness, we want to know. Next thing you know, we've got like Chicago city councilmen like campaigning on the podcast. Okay, this now I'm reading. Now it says about like ninety one thousand dollars is like the national average salary. Okay, but either way, so it's about about correct. I don't know. That just sounded high to me. But anyway, I digress. Not the point. It. Yeah. So basically, yeah, Cruz and Dawson and everybody, they're like, Casey, like, think about this because this could be good. And he's like, no, 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 no. So later on, um, he gets a note from Tamara. Tamara, Tamara, I can't remember how to say her name. Yeah. 
Um, but she she basically left. She leaves a message for Casey, and she's like, "Hey, meet me here in an hour. I will bring donuts." And so Gabby goes with, and they meet her there. And she basically is like, "I just want you to see, like, one of the playgrounds in your ward that you know Bex promised he would keep up, but he hasn't." And so Casey's like, "Why don't you run?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm too much of a hothead." Which, like, hey, I appreciate the self awareness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but also foreshadowing because that's pretty much exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's like, listen, I can get you more than half of your names on the ballot. Right. So at the next shift, Gabby gives Casey an early Valentine's Day present. And it's a really like slinky piece of lingerie. Get it, Gabby. Um, but the second part, she he he's like, what did I do to deserve this? She's like, it's what you're going to do. And yeah. it's the application to run. Yeah. yeah. And so she explains, she's like, you're that guy. Like, you keep saying it's not me, but it is you. Like, you help yep. people, which, yeah, that is exactly what he does. And that's how I think the thing, like, with the alderman, like, in the beginning, it's like, yeah, this is Casey and whatever. But, like, I just think, I think the reason I hate the alderman storyline is it just dragged on for forever. Like, I think they dragged it on way too long. Yeah, like, I guess I think, that's Again, fair. I think if they had kept it to, like, a small arc... I could have gotten on board with it, but, like, like, it made a bit, because, like, obviously when Casey gets elected, I remember, I can't remember which, if it's, like, the end of season four, the beginning of season five. I remember as soon as he gets elected, remember he has that meeting with, like, unofficial city members or whatever, and it's, like, basically all the, like, drug dealers or whatever. Oh, it's, a uh, Brandon J. McLaren. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Yep. And I just, I, I just remember, like, and obviously Casey realizes, that, like, he's like, oh, I don't know if this is for me, you know, whatever. Like, I think if they just, like, he had had an episode like that, and he was like, no, I can't do this. Like, this isn't actually for me. And, like, it ended. I think I could have been on board with it. But then they just kept it going. And then it keeps going. And then it keeps going. And it's just, like, it was too much Alderman Casey. I do remember towards the end of it, because I, I went, it went through five, and then, like, the beginning of six, right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I do remember in like the first part of six being like, oh, we're still doing this? Okay. Like somebody came to the firehouse with like alderman business and I was like, oh yeah, he's still an alderman, isn't he? Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. It's just been a long time. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he, he decides he's going to run. Yeah. He gives he's her done. the gift, Valentine's gift right back and he's like, yeah, I'm running. I miss when episodes used to end all nice and tidy and happy at molly's i know we rarely get an episode that ends at molly's anymore mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but last up we've got battle of the badge iconic oh honestly i freaking love the storyline so much it's pretty so funny much. it's pretty funny i thought this was the episode when they were literally like training jimmy and cruz was like still want me to get that chicken <laughs> that was the, no, that was the episode, episode before this yeah. yeah yeah but this was pretty funny this is pretty funny Brent, take away so yeah like gina said it's basically the storyline is kind of like a two-part storyline so it starts in the first ep- the episode before this and you know they're doing a battle of the badges and so obviously if someone has to represent fire and then at that point we know that like pd is going to be represented by roman antonio is not originally the person involved why did they ever even decide to go with Roman when Antonio was sitting right there? I don't know. Maybe to make it fair. Yeah, probably. 
So they're like, oh, yeah, Jimmy. So they basically end up forcing Jimmy into doing it. And, you know, Gabby starts training Jimmy. And, you know, because they're like, oh, Jimmy versus Roman. Okay, fine. Like, you know, Jimmy actually probably has a chance to, like, win. I would have paid money to And then Roman gets injured. So he can't train. So then it obviously it becomes Jimmy versus Antonio. That's how, that's where we are at. And basically everyone's like, oh, no, Jimmy's going to lose. Like, bad. So... Yeah, so basically this with this episode, Jimmy walks into the kitchen after like doing some training and like Herman points out the betting board. He's like literally everyone is betting he'll get rock- knocked out in round 1. Like <laughs> nobody has any confidence in Jimmy whatsoever. And then later on we have like before we actually get to the actual battle, we've Connie volunteering to be Jimmy's ring girl, which is like really cute because it's always been a dream of hers. And, like, I love how Herman turned it into an opportunity to get two-ply toilet paper back in the firehouse. I know. Such the Herman thing to do. So funny. And then we actually get to the actual battle itself, which, like, okay. Okay, so I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. They do a re- So, say, like, obviously, it's been, like, six years, seven years or whatever. They mm-hmm. do a redo of the Battle of the Badges this season. Who's doing the battle? Like, who oh. are who? Are, that's easy that's easy gallo and torres yeah 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 i'd say i could see there being like a fight like a fight between like carver and gallo because carver and gallo apparently want to fight about everything about like who gets to represent fire but yeah it's totally gallo and it is 120 percent torres even if jay was still around it would still be torres oh torres is a freaking like trained fighter like yeah yeah it is so Taurus it's such an easy question but it is fun to think about like it's so funny to me how it's this is almost like history repeating itself right kind of that's so funny you think about all the parallels like with the millennials and it's like very obvious I mean we've already established like Jimmy was Jimmy was Gallo before Gallo right and then like you know Gallo's is a better version amen to that but, you know, you've got Torres, who is also a trained fighter. John Sato was like a borderline Olympic level boxer. So, I mean, yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. But I, I, just, I, I mean, I, and I don't think they'll ever do another one, but it is really funny just to think about like who would do it now. Like, no, they absolutely need to redo it. But Torres, I, my money would still be on PD. Torres would annihilate him. Oh, yeah. Okay, random also question. If they threw in Met, which obviously then it's not really the Battle of the Badges, but like we got to throw someone from Met in there, who's competing for the Doctors? Oh, I I was actually about to ask you this question. Okay, if it's pre-mid-season finale, it's Ethan. If Ethan is gone, hold on, I want to choose wisely here. If Ethan is gone. (sighs) It has to be Crockett, right? It has to be Crockett, but if Crockett's not a fighter... Then we go for some comedic relief and we throw in Abrams. <laughs> Abrams, no way Abrams in hell signs up to do this. No, Abrams he, is like, as a, no. simply as a neurologist, he's like, I can't condone this behavior. Uh, yeah. It's got to be it's funny because if you'd ask me like, you know, pre even like season premiere, I would have said Dylan. But. Oh, God, I miss him. But, like, that doesn't work now either. Dylan would have been a great option. Dylan would have done it, too. Yeah. He probably has done one just on the PD side, and he's like, okay, I get to fight for a different team now? Okay, I got this. my god, yeah, he totally did a Battle of the Badges. Maybe he did the one, like, the year before Antonio and Jimmy did it. 
yeah or like in one of the years after um but yeah i don't know i mean it has to be crockett but like i can't see crockett doing it necessarily either but like it has to be crockett i don't think he goes willingly no but who at like again who else unless they make one of the interns do it (laughs) <laughs> kai. kai would step up kai would be like i got kai. this and they'd be like kai no no kai. no <laughs> i could kind of yeah kai i i could just i could see the whole thing and then like jack dayton bankrolls it because antonio's gym isn't there anymore so like it's got a sponsor and it's like you know um like whatever brewery sponsors battle of the badges like oh god yeah but then, like, yeah. the whole secret is that, like, all along, Nellie's been able to box, too. Like, Nellie's a trained boxer and could, like, legit kick someone's ass. Oh, I could, yeah. I could see it. Yeah. Well, and then if you're talking about the brewery sponsoring or whatever, then Herman's going to be up in arms because Molly, you know, Molly, Molly's, yeah. in, you know, Molly's isn't, yeah, that's the whole, I could see it right now. I could, I could just hear him in my head being like, how the hell does this guy not know about Molly's? And then, like, he spends the whole thing just kissing up to Jack. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Can somebody but, write that fic? Yeah. I just, I, Torres and Gallo, like, I just, it's so right. It's so right. So right. But then also, Torres is so serious that, like, I could just see, like, Ruse and Atwater in his corner just being like, okay, lighten up. Remember, this is Battle of the Badges. Like, right. See Have Gallo? fun with it. Yeah. yeah. He's a little peanut. You could yeah. hurt him. Don't do that. Don't kill Gallo. We don't kill <laughs> Gallo. No. And then, of course, you got Violet in the stands, and she's just like, God, I hate it when he almost dies. But also, like, when Gallo gets, like, the one punch in, she's like, yeah, Gallo, you got, like, she's just, like, all for it, too. Yeah. And Ritter's like, this is gonna be a disaster, I can't watch this. (laughs) Oh, I need it now. I need the, I need it. I need need the 2023 version, please. And really, what I'm, really, what this makes me clamor for more is, I really hope God, I I want a crossover. Like, I am clamoring for a crossover. Um, let's just jot that one down, too, as a potential question for Andrea. Um, you know, how, how would you feel about bringing back Battle of the Badges? I mean... Yeah. 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 Or just how would that look in 2023? <laughs> Please paint the picture for us. Right. Because if it's going to happen on any show, it's going to happen on your show. Yep. We, we don't need for sure isn't doing a version of Battle of the Badges. Oh. No, we don't laugh on PD. No positive emotions are allowed on PD. It's just heartbreak and trauma. Exactly. <laughs> With an occasional laugh from Michaela. But yeah. Yeah. An occasional awe, which is then followed by paying for it with heartbreak. True. Yeah. True. But really, okay, so going back to the actual, what we got from Badges of the Badges, like, it's so great. Like, you've got Mount just the announcer slash referee, which is just, like, perfect. Mm-hmm. And then you've got everyone in the audience, like, which obviously all the fire people are there, but you've also got a Burzik appearance and Trudy, and it's just, like... It's so good. Okay, but here, this is the thing with Burzik. And I forgot it was both Burziks. I thought it was just Kim. I don't remember. Like, maybe I just didn't see Adam. Because Adam's, like, like, sitting behind her. Because it's season three of PD. Do you know what was happening on PD at this time? Yeah, they're, like, not in a good spot. They, like, literally the week before this episode, they had just broken up. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So the fact that they were there together... And, like, you can see, like, Adam does not look happy to be there at all. Like, no, he looks he pissed. Is, like, not in it. And then there's legit the moment that, like, Antonio gets a hit or something and Burgess goes, goes, kill him! <laughs> so good. 
like dang so, so good. funny and like so you've got gabby and herman being like jimmy's hype people i don't know what you call those people coaches hype people whatever you want to call it yeah and then you've got antonio and like i forgot that antonio had the long hair like you've got <laughs> long hair antonio which is a look don't know how i feel about it but it's a look it's a look it's a look and it like you said so at one point jimmy lands a punch on antonio and like fire goes crazy like they might as well thought like jimmy won the whole thing like they go crazy but then it like basically like kicks antonio like kicks into high gear at that point and gabby sees it happening and she's like oh shit like (laughs) oh fuck and and, like then antonio basically just like goes in for the kill did you catch I didn't, I, I didn't catch this when it aired, like, originally. Gabby's, like, yelling at Antonio after he takes Jimmy down. He's like, what's the matter with you? He's just a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, Antonio goes in for kill. Jimmy goes KO. Jimmy's, like, done. And, like, like you said, Gabby's yelling at Antonio. And then Herman's screaming at him. He's like, get up. Like, it's just. And, like, Fire is so embarrassed. And this is, like you said, when Kim's, like. Kim's like, kill him! And it, it's just, it's so good. It's so chaotic in the best of ways. Right, because there's so much happening. Like, there's really, like, you think about it, it's like, yes, it is a battle of the badges. Like, Antonio and Jimmy are fighting. But, like, you have to watch all the crowd stuff. You have to watch everyone's facial reactions. Like, there is so much happening in this scene. It's so funny. It's so good. Oh, my goodness. And, like, literally it all ends, like, next shift, Herman's so disappointed because, like, Herman has to pay out because Herman actually bet on Jimmy to go further than round one, which he lost that bet, obviously. And so Herman's, like, paying out the money from losing the bet, and he, like, gets on Jimmy, and he's like, you had one job! In, like, such a Herman way, and it's just, it's iconic. It's it's iconic. Is there a gif of that moment? Like, there needs to be. I would use that gif of Herman saying you had one job. Like, I would use that probably daily uh to the google so much googling tonight you know where you gotta look is tumblr uh hold on i found randomly the first thing that pops up is someone has a like gift set link to pinterest but i wonder if that really takes me to tumblr it's not even a real working gift set. Is it Chicago Fire, though? Yeah, it was on Pinterest. Nice. It's just like, you know how, like, people take, like, a gift set, like, on Tumblr and, like, make a, you know, make the yeah, gift yeah. set? But, like, someone took, like, a screenshot of this, you know, gift set and, like, put it on Pinterest. And that's the first thing that comes up. So I'm sure I could find it. It's just yeah, I gotta check that down. I would use that often. Yeah. Also, I miss Gabby and Antonio. I miss the good. I miss the Dawson siblings. I miss the siblings. We don't have any more siblings in Chicago. No, but at least thank God. You know what? We're getting Noah and April back for one mm-hmm. for one episode, and I will take it. I will take it too. Yeah. I don't. Know. I feel. Are like- you still googling? Yeah, I'm still looking for the GIF. I'll have to see if I can find it later. But. Yeah, so that's basically that's basically battle of the badges. Yep. Yep. <laughs> One of the very few bright spots in season four. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so that's about all we've got for today. Short and sweet. Um uh, 
as always, you know where to find us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, TikTok. I haven't posted on TikTok in a while. I need to fix that. Um, yeah, I need you- to post on TikTok. <laughs> You're not going to post on TikTok. That's what I said. I got to learn so I can, you know, figure it out. I know. I got to like, I got to think of some funny stuff. I just, yeah. I don't know. I haven't posted in a minute, but yeah. Um, it's me to St. Molly's right across the board. Email us anytime about anything. Seriously. Our inbox is open. Our inbox is a safe space. Um, just email us about anything, anytime. Seriously. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at Gina watches TV. Brenna. I'm at Brenna K 13. I'm trying to think if I'm missing anything else. I probably am, but um, no. I will be back next week for the season finales. Gina will not. I will not. Um, I will be in Hawaii way back in the past. Like, I think Hawaii is like five hours behind, six hours behind. It's crazy. Uh, But yes, no, Brenna Brenna will be back. Rachel's joining you, right? I need to double confirm, but yes. One of our friends will be here to discuss the mid-season finales with Brenna. Mm -hmm. So um, I will be back after that. And then... I think the week before Christmas, we already have our fourth annual Christmas movie episode on the books. So yeah, start watching those Hallmark movies. Start sending us your Netflix, favorites. Netflix, Lifetime, yeah, all the things. All of your wherever you're watching your Christmas movies, tell us what you're watching. Recommend them. Tell us what you're loving, what you're not loving. We're here mm-hmm. for it. So yep. Um, in the meantime, everybody have a great weekend and we will, well, Bryna will, Bryna will see you next week. So bye guys.